Hello. Merry Christmas time. It's the holiday season. Is it? Is this coming out during the holiday season? Yeah, we're post-Thanksgiving. Well, this is coming out November 30th. It's post-Thanksgiving, baby. T- tomorrow that means is. Christmas. Christmas has, is upon us. Yeah, or anything else. It's oh, just yes. getting cold. It's the holidays. It's the holidays. <laughs> Actually, I've tried it before we get into that. Hello, I'm Lily. Oh, God. What's up? I'm Karina over here. And our salad. we are Rotten Peaches. Rotten Peaches. And welcome to our podcast, um, Holidays. Holiday edition. Yeah, the holiday season has commenced. I love the holidays. I try to make... Especially last year was the first year where I became, I tried to make sure I say holidays and not Mm. Christmas. Mm -hmm. Also, like, it's just getting cold, which is a fun change in the year. I'm, I like the cold. I hate the gloominess because seasonal depression kicks my ass. Shout out to all my sad lamp shorties. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a bunch of sun lamps everywhere. But, um, I miss you. I haven't seen you you forever. We are post Thanksgiving break, and this is like the longest I've been without my child and mom. Dude, we are we are each other's children and mother, and we're also <laughs> married. So it's quite a journey. Over I here. proposed over the holiday break. I gave Lily a pinky, an honorary pinky ring, because <laughs> we're non traditional. Yes, on my right hand. Oh my! <laughs> no, I should have got you a freaking toe ring. Yes. Uh, no, 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 a nose ring. A nose ring septum, a s- with a little diamond. Yes. Wow, an engagement septum. Yes. Ugh, love to see it. Cause you get it. It's like in the middle, so you're like unifying. Yeah. Um, it's symmetrical. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but we have not seen each other. I know. It's every time we go longer than like two days without seeing each other. Honestly, it's, one day. It I'm feels just like, like a long time. Oh, I'm like, where's she? How's yeah. she doing? Cause What's we up? also don't text. Like, we don't communicate that much outside of us. Lily's not a texter. I'm not a texter. I'm so. going to throw it on you. I, I can text. I can throw down. Oh, I can't. But I hate it. We work better in person. We do. I just, like, I feel like my charm comes with the personality. Like, it's it, mm. it's, it's 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 a part of, it's, a, it's the, the stutter. It's the hand gestures. It's the stutter? It's everything that I have. It's, You're a full I, package. My peach... A speech impediment, it's everything. Okay, let's go. <laughs> it's Or like my thoughts. I can't do it in the text. I feel you, I feel you. So if you're listening and I, I text you consistently and I actually have a conversation with you. She via, doesn't like you. No, it means <laughs> that I kidding. do like you. Dang. Yeah, because all my homies, I just call. I'm a, right. I'm a, I'm a talker. I talk on the phone. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You surprised me by that the first time. Because you're like, <laughs> you're not dry, but you're to the point. And I'm like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is very opposite to how I am in person. Right. Because I don't shut up. Right, right. I feel like I text the <laughs> same like, way. You're like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I feel like I text the same way I sound mm. in real life. See, I'm like that, again, only if I if I like you. Like, romantically. Oh. I was like, no, 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 not, not in general. Like, like, romantically. If I'm romantically into you, then I will text you. Gotcha, gotcha, But gotcha. if I'm not, then I'm just like... We're straight. Dang. We're straight to the point. But anyway, the, oh. the holiday season is here and upon us. I know I have to remind myself that we're recording. It commences. Yes, yes, yes. But the holiday season is here. And um, what movie are we kicking it off with, Karina? You guys, it's been a long time coming. We did the Lily pick mm-hmm. of the season. Mm-hmm. We, if you wind back the tapes, we did Hereditary, mm-hmm. which was my, my push. Mm-hmm. And honestly... 
I'm surprised that this was your choice because it's not less gory than Hereditary. No, it's not. And um, I know that's like what got you. Actually, gore gets me. You don't okay. like pop out stuff. I don't like pop out stuff. I don't like shit with demons. But I think what happened was a couple, like about a month ago, more or less, um, I started watching a movie called Raw. <laughs> and um whatever you think gore is oh, no. that one is way worse in a weird way like i enjoyed the movie ish but i was just like it was just really gory it's about cannibalism so it really got me like so i i got that right and i was like gross out the whole time no no, no. before that i saw saw <sighs> and then i saw that and then after that i saw you and so like i've been watching a lot of like this during yeah. we've been watching a lot of spooky shit have too. you noticed that our like our season has been a lot spookier. Yeah, so it's like we've been doing... I would have thought, Lily. I know, I know. So we've been watching a lot of, sp- of spooky shit, so now the gore... I got really desensitized to it at this point, where I'm just kind of like... Yeah. Um, it's gross, but I don't react as badly as I used freaking, to. Freaking uh, Suspiria was like, messed oh, me up for 24 hours. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I never said what movie we're doing. Oh, what movie are we doing? What movie are we <laughs> we're doing? We're doing Lily's, one of her favorites. We're doing Ready or Not. Yes. Um, full disclosure, I had only seen it once before. I called it my favorite. This is the second time I've watched Heck it. Heck yeah. Okay, so that's why I was like, dang, this is your favorite movie, and you equally were like screaming at every pop-up well, scene. Well, because I knew... So I watched it the first time in theaters, which honestly, I feel like you have to watch this in theaters. Yeah. Obviously, like it's been out forever, so like that's not going to happen. But like if you can make your home as theatery as possible... Turn, do on, turn down the lights. Turn down the lights. Like, we watched it with all the lights on. We did. But I loved watching because your brother was there, and I was like, wow, the genetics are strong. Yeah. Because you both equally screamed and responded the same way to every jump scare. Okay, so my brother... Well, sound guy and I were just like... Okay, okay so <laughs> we didn't grow up with scary movies. That's the thing. Like, we we didn't watch those growing up. My, my, my mom didn't really let us, so mm-hmm. I think that's why we're not used to them yet. Like, we haven't gotten there. Like, you start to pick up on the formula of, like, okay, I know that this is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, with we this one. build up your tolerance. The first time I watched it, I enjoyed it so much that I purposely didn't watch it again. Because oh. I was, like, I really like this. I want to, I want the next time that I watch it to be, like, equally as enjoyable as, right. it, as the first time. And then once I finally got around to, like, wanting to watch it, we decided to do it for the podcast. Right, so, right, I was, right. like, okay, never mind. Should I sell it? Should I? Yes. Or... So, so, no, I want you to sell it because mm. I, okay, so Karina and I literally just finished watching this like 10 yes. minutes ago. So, it's fresh off the press it's in fresh, my mind. It's fresh off okay. the brain juices. Let's Go. see. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift slash Margot Robbie's um, stunt double. <laughs> this is our love child, basically. Um, hold on. Let me give a name because this actress has the best scream ever. <laughs> You can't tell me she doesn't. Honestly, yeah. Shout out to her commitment and screaming. Um, she marries into a very wealthy family. We don't know a lot about her, but we know that like she's definitely marrying up. And her family um, in-laws are part of a very f- successful board game franchise. Yes. Okay, let me cut you off real quick. Her mm-hmm. name is Samara Weaving, and she plays Grace. Samara. Sam- Samara. Samara? Samara. Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving. She looks like third generation Margot Robbie. Yes, this is like, she's like, yeah, Margot Robbie's like my aunt. Some shit. Yeah, she's cool, she's cool, she's cool. But but uh, strong actress. She's committed. She, I love this. She committed. I love this for her. Um, And she marries into this board game family in which she finds out on the day of her wedding day they have to play a game. It was an initiation. Initiation. 
and part of that game um is turns into like human hunting okay yes 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 and um sell it the survivor at the end if she survives past sunlight she gets to like live and be part of the family Mm -hmm. um if not then she's just like another sacrifice for nope okay okay that's where like i also thought that the first time around you have to like it's a whole thing okay okay but yes you got it mostly right um basically if you pull that one card okay so you get initiated into like it's your wedding day your wedding night at midnight the whole family gets together and you pull out a card that decides what movie you play mm-hmm. or what game you have to play and there's one card where if you get that one card you you have to die you have to be sacrificed okay, basically whether you win it or not you have to be sacrificed gotcha yeah and she happened to pull that card so the whole movie is just like her mm-hmm. trying to fucking I will say the movie does a good balance between like surprises and also like, oh, of course that would happen. Yeah. Like it like toes that line of like, there's a lot of things that got to work out in her favor for the, for how the ending happens. Mm -hmm. But there was plenty of times where I was just like, oh my God. And my like, I just couldn't look at the screen Mm because it was just. I'm really happy you and I feel like you enjoyed it. I did. I watched it again. Okay. You would? Yes. I think the, um, the. I don't know. Like, I feel like, of course, there's like a surprise ending, right? Mm-hmm. But the way that it was revealed to me early on in the beginning, I wish she didn't know as much as she did. Like, I don't like the the husband factor Okay. of when she's revealed that it's like a game very mm-hmm. early on. Like, I wish they paced me out a little longer so that we're more on her perspective of not understanding what's going on. Oh. So I made the impact bigger of when she did figure out what was happening. Okay. okay you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, I felt like it was sprinkled to me too early, too soon. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I see. You feel I see. Me? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's as far as we're going to go without spoilers because I want to dive in. Right. Okay. Let's so jump in. Let's jump in. Okay. Um, based off of what you're saying, I think, I think there's a new generation of movies that are being that are starting to come out and people are, there's a new formula that's being made. And this movie was that part of that formula where very similar to knives out where you're i, I was you, gonna you, say it felt very knives outy yeah i'm telling you it's it's one of those like whodunit mm-hmm. situations where it's like you know everything so the whole movie is just a journey yeah and then they're pre- they present to you the same information but in a different way that changes the ending exactly yeah yeah so you think that you know everything to a point and then it is yeah the reveal at the end on and i think Honestly, this genre has quickly become one of my favorites, which is why I love Knives Out so mm-hmm. much. I love this movie so much. But again, the the only downside to the genre is that once you've seen it once, it's not a f- it's, it's a hard rewatch. It's a hard rewatch, and they're great movies. Mm-hmm. It's just like you can't keep watching it over and over again. Honestly, in general, though, when it comes to movies, it's I don't always rewatch mm-hmm. unless it's been a while. But I mean, technically, this I guess would be in the category of like a strong female lead. Oh yeah, it's a um. It? This it is called a, a comedy horror. Yes, it, it's a comedy. Well, it's a straight up horror. I don't think it really go- even falls under comedy. Oh, I thought I saw it described as comedy. Well, I mean, they're like the script is written in like for young people to giggle at. I would say. Yes, yeah. I love. I was. I kept telling you um, this during. I blanked. One second, <laughs> my brain just said no. We're not doing that. Oh yeah. I, I, it came back. It came back. I kept telling you this. It's like I enjoyed the humor yeah. in this one. I enjoyed the humor. I enjoyed the balance of it. 
it sprinkles enough in that you're not just like what what am i because they this movie could have been much darker i would say like visually it is terrible to look at because of the horror of like body Mm -hmm. but um i think without the humor it could have been like really dark oh yeah and it's a i think it's a final final girl like it's a final girl movie or like a good for her movie it's like Mm -hmm. a whole genre right like gone girl it's a good for her movie there you go um gone girls in this uh category ready or not um anything the harley quinn movies honestly Mm -hmm. kind of fall under that category midsummer fall under the category Halloween falls under that category where it's like I'm gonna take Harley Quinn out of that because that's a different genre altogether but the other ones it's like the woman at the end wins and right. she's the final survivor the final girl so mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a whole genre that started with Halloween the one that we literally did a couple episodes ago so go watch mm-hmm. it but um it's started to change recently because back then even like ooh scream a lot of slashers All fall right. under the ca- category but uh, at when it comes to those... And it, it was kind of slashery in that mm-hmm. the whole family was the slashers. Yeah, I think that's why, honestly, I like it. It also... It it gives ode to the OG 90 slashers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think because ha- there's a lot of rules mm-hmm. that are applied to this in which slashers kind of set up the environment in which that person is allowed to, to uh, exist in and under their rules. You know? mm-hmm. I also enjoy a good movie that takes place in one location and has like a cast of less than like 10. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I enjoy that. You get submersed in their world. I do wish I knew a little bit about her more in the beginning of the movie. Like I feel like we're thrown into like this very quick whirlwinded relationship. They were getting married only after 18 months. I want to know just a smidget about her so Mm -hmm. that I know like she's good with a gun. She's where her survival skills come from. I think just – adrenaline adrenaline but not everyone would yeah keep going. she has a hole in her hand honestly you're not wrong like we know nothing about her no nothing. i can't tell you anything about her Mm-mm. where at least like with the other family members we know that they've come from like dire situations that they are willing to participate in these like sacrifices because they had come from we can assume like really difficult lives. yeah or at least the sister-in-law yeah. i think the other i genuinely think the brother-in-law was just he's just on drugs no and he's also like part of that society sure yeah where he's just like frat secret life yeah type of thing yeah Yeah. it's very um culty yes like gets into satan worshiping yeah yeah yeah. okay so thank you satan worshiping we've come to find out that this family made a deal with the devil about three generations back not long. Yeah, not long ago. About yeah. So the great great grandfather of the dad mm-hmm. in this story made a deal with uh, Mr. Leboyne, Lebon, Lebron, Leban, LB. He made a, he, big LB, <laughs> big LB. Um, who we come to find out might is the sa- is Satan. Yeah, basically, right and. What happens is that their family is going to have all of this money and become super successful. Mm-hmm. But in return, every time that some, every time someone gets married into the family, they have to play a game from this weird little like card thingy that they have a box that prints games on on a playing mm-hmm. card, right? So typically, you just have to play the game as part of the initiation. But there is one card. Where if that card is pulled and the game being hide and seek, right? It's it's a it's a hunting game, right? Like the person that pulls that card has to be sacrificed, essentially. Mm-hmm. But like, 
it's the devil quote so they want it to be like hard and all that shit so they have to actually go hide and we also learned that if the person survives then now the family's at risk of dying yes like they didn't complete the cycle yes 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 yes, yes. so but, it's like so it, there's like motivation for them not just because that that was another thing was i'm glad i knew that because at the time i was like why don't they all just like revolt against this dude like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make sense that this many generations would have made it to like participating in this like mm-hmm. someone would have a conscious but it's because they have their lives held against them. Yes, yes. So that's a good motivation that I remember. Yeah. And it's also like the whole thing, right? Like this whole movie toes the line and arg- and like brings to the forefront the whole of like blindly following something, right? Mm. Because while the family's life was being held and like used against them, like if you don't do this, your whole family's going to die. None of them actually knew that that was going to happen. Right. So it was a constant battle between, like, is this real? Are we actually going to kill someone? Yeah, it's also, like, they're trying to stick with tradition. Yeah, and- it's, yeah, it's all that. And then them just not knowing, right? Like, what right. if we just let this girl live and, like, we're fine and we've just been killing people every couple of generations mm-hmm. for no fucking reason? And I think I don't think they could turn their... Ooh. <laughs> we got the pawpaw. Uh, Dallas, Texas, baby. We could, uh... I don't think... They had gotten so far to that point that I think all of them would have been too guilty to turn around and, like, not risk killing her. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, because then it exactly would have been, like, we've done all this for what then? Mm-hmm. So, um, what else did I say that I liked? Uh, I loved just about every woman character in this. Um, the mom was acting. Yeah. I loved her. Mom played. Okay, so let's start giving people's names because that's kind of what we're supposed to do, I guess, is what I'm told is our job okay so the mama is played by andy mcdowell andy mcdowell she's in a ton of stuff and she's mom's name is rebecca Uh becky we have the sister emily Mm -hmm. played by melanie scrofano is she italian is that italian scrofano scrofano anthony anthony um soprano loves gabagool anyway um we have sister-in-law charity played by elise levesque 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 we have aunt helen played by nikki guadagani there's so many italians here guada guadagani what agni what a name hilarious she looks like a disney villain she was distracting to me she's like too cartoony yeah i didn't love what they aged her up so much too Mm -hmm. like in the first when we first meet her she's a in her mid-20s yeah and then the next time we see her is 30 years on the line so she's about 50 50. no probably in her 60s or i want to say late 50s she looked 80 yeah like they they just like completely yeah hair we thought she was the grandma and she's just the yeah sister it took me a second to give figure out who everybody was in the family i don't know if i'm just like post suspiria where i was like i was imagining the darker version of this and i want tilda swinton to be her really yes okay Okay, like just like serious stoic does not reveal anything and you know has like the arm over the whole family see but that's that was the downside here Aunt Helen didn't have the arm over the whole family. It was just her dealing with the fact that. So well, she before, could have, but because it's very like patriarchal based in mm-hmm. the family. The, yeah, the and, dummy brother. And when we first, the first opening s- sequence of this movie is um her wedding night. Yeah. And her husband pulled that card, and we see him. We don't know what happens. We just see him being dragged away. Mm-hmm. But we can with, assume that 
she gave up her love for being part of the family. Mm-hmm. Which at that point, I'd like this wedding, I would have been like, you know what? We're going to be 2021 and not get married. Yeah. Like you don't have to get married. I don't know. Yeah. You can just never get married and loophole? Question mm-hmm. mark? I don't know. Deals with the, deals with Satan. And I'm really any diet. Like diety is just tricky situations. We don't know the thoughts there. I will I will give a nod to Satan for appreciating the work that our main homegirl did. What? Grace. Like, he recognized, like, cool. Oh, she was like, she's down with it. Yeah, right? He was like, <laughs> you, you earned it. Like, go go live your best life, homie. But we were talking about at the end of the movie where the house catches fire and it's, you know, like, symbolic and yeah, yeah. they're eradicating this family and legacy and blah, blah, blah. We were like, why don't you have a hundred bags with you just running through the house taking stuff mm-hmm. like before you go because you know. Like, yeah. She's not in her girl franchise. boss moment. She's she not in her girl boss, boss mentality. But she's a, she's a trooper, man. She Dude. survived a lot of things. I know I was yelling at her because I was just like, why are you making stupid choices? Okay. I feel like she didn't make... No. As far it was as, just me in as, the moment. Yeah. Like as far as like horror movies go, we've seen... We've right. seen stupid here on this here pod. I mean, she she lived at the end. Yeah, she survived. I love also, nothing makes me happier than seeing at the end the final girl just like covered in blood, like laughing. But but not just like covered, like she's like in in, in it. it. Like she is, she's gross yes. at the end. Yes. Ugh. And I like that transformation because of course it's very, um, I don't like Carrie. Like she's in a white dress the whole time, and at the end, yeah, she's in her wedding completely dress, completely destroyed in blood at the end. Well, that's also just like the, if you just follow the track of her wedding dress, you can kind of see how far, how much further she's getting from her husband, and you can it matches you, her mood. Yeah, you can track their relationship as her dress progresses, mm-hmm. right? And I'm really glad at the end, it was an ending up of him being. You know, like, oh, my family's crazy and I'm going to leave them and, like, let's run off together. I'm glad she was just like, no, you tried to murder me. I'm going to throw this ring at you. Like, yeah, like you can get these hands, too. Yeah. Honestly, that, that was the ending. Also, I was just like, what the fuck? There was many moments where I was just like the white dacity of it all, man. Like, <laughs> did like, you just make this word up? Yes. Oh, on my the God. Spot. Thank you. Was it good? Yeah. Thank you. But it's like, so... <laughs> There's a point when, okay, just warning now, guys, the ending is ridiculous. And I honestly, I appreciate how silly it was at the end because there's a lot of silliness in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. the, of course, the humor, but like in the ways that she's able to escape or keep going, like a lot of it is not realistic, right? But I like the silliness at the end where like, okay, I know what this movie is because yeah. they all just explode. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I think, again, that's the whole thing with this movie. I think it's just kind of like... It doesn't take itself too seriously, mm-mm. even though it's like a horror visual. I think, well, I think they recognize the silliness of the concept in general. Right. Like you have it's to play... Game. Yeah, it's a fucking board game. It's like the family's... Mm. Uh, what did they call it? Not Dynasty. Uh, Diamond or what is it? Oh, um... Shoot, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, their their empire is right. built on fucking board games. Something that even now isn't right. They're not that big anymore. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, that's because I mean like ton of horror movies are based off of like solving games and things like this. So I, I like that this was like we know that we're gonna take like a sillier approach to this, mm-hmm. even though it's still just as like shocking. Yeah, I think this is seems. just part of the whole like. It's just a 
honestly, if you really think about it, this is just a, a true time capsule of our times now. Like, this came out 2021. Like, I think this came out this year. I thought 2018, no? No, this movie recently came out. Hold Ew. on. Am I wrong? Oh, you're right. 2019. 2019. I mean, that's still not that far away. What, yeah, like, two years ago. Two years ago. But I feel like nowadays, especially... I don't know what exactly did this. I don't know what in movies happened, but I feel like in the 90s, especially in like the early 2000s though, like through 2010, movies were just so fucking serious mm-hmm. and they took themselves so seriously and everything was just like, I genuinely, there are very few movies that I didn't grow up with from that era that I enjoy. From which era? Like, 2000, the, like 2010s. Mm-hmm. Like early two thousands and two thousand tens, I just feel like everything was so serious. And then the oh, comedy. Oh shoot! So the sorry, continue. Go go go. Oh, the director Matt B- uh, Bettelini. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he's Italian. I don't know. Um, he did VHS. Did you ever watch that? No. That's a wild movie. And he also did Scream. So like this, did, are, this is he very... did Scream. No. Okay, that makes so much sense. But though. the twenty twenty two, like oh. oh, the new one coming. Isn't out. that a? Sh- there's a new Scream coming out? I think out? so. Scream 5. Ooh, um, there's four? There's these movies. That's why if they survive, they know that they can make more movies off of them. But VHS is, is messed my brain up. It's like found footage of someone finds a VHS with like all this horror on it. And you're like watching it play through. It's rough. Ew. I remember not really liking it. I remember just feeling like icky at Ew. the end of it. Um. <laughs> oh my god, that reminds me. I saw a movie recently that's so good that we should watch. Mm. Maybe. Actually, I'm just gonna throw it out there as a recommendation because we we can't talk about it. There's actually we can. There's so much to talk about. It's called The Platform. It's on Netflix. It's so I good. I recently it. watched it. You're a Netflix gal. I always forget. I'm not. I get overwhelmed. Honestly, when I miss out on shows. I, the only reason I even gave it a shot was because TikTok. It comes up on my TikTok a lot, mm. and it's a take on capitalism. It's a whole thing. I, honestly, I think we should we should the talk platform? about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, the platform is really good. Yeah, it's, would you guys be interested in like doing a series with us? Like is what? that even possible? Like if we watched a like a short series? Yeah, we can make little mini episodes about it instead of just movies. Mm-hmm. That could be cool. I'm I'm. We can do Ted Lasso. We can talk about Keely. Lillian finished Ted Lasso. Everyone, I did. it's a holiday miracle. I saw it and I love it. But my emotional and you what? My emotional support. And you what? My emotional support heteros might break up, and it's really hurting me. It's well, spoiler it. I said might. We don't know. Oh, my God. Also, they don't know who my emotional support heteros are. You love Ted Lasso. I loved it. I only loved it because of Keely. If Keely wasn't in there. Oh, I was here for the Sam drama. I was not. because if, Because the only reason I'm not about it is because if the roles were reversed and she and Rebecca oh, were, true. was yeah, a yeah. man and Sam was a woman, that it's kind of fucked up. It is. There's a giant age cap. It's a whole thing. But the drama of the revealing of text, I was like, oh. I, I was about that. Anyway, we're going to, we should just <laughs> it's do It's not a Ted Lasso episode. We should just do it, dude. We should just do a mini episode where we just talk mm-hmm. about the shit that we like. But should we discuss a little about the women in the film really quick? Okay, you yes. Earlier. Yes, yes, yes. Because it, it, it's, it's an interesting take, right? Like, let's take away Grace, our main gal, but let's mm-hmm. talk about, who do you want to start with? Mama, mm-hmm. Mama Drama or the, the main one that we want to talk about? I mean, they've all... All of them, besides the sister, the witchy sister, are married in. So they're kind of dealing with the same circumstances of, like, expectation of 
playing a role in this family mm-hmm. and also like potentially escaping like their hard life and what they're willing to wit- risk to do that you know yeah well okay with that we have ch- she's referring to charity guys so charity is played by elise and uh um, five head gang five head i i agree i'm with my age i'm learning to appreciate the five head it is no hate it is an observation riri has a five head and she's beautiful anyway um yeah so we we don't know a lot about anybody in their defense in the movie's defense we just know that's my biggest thing i want to i mean i know the story is not about that but i you know as me i always want to know more see i think for me i'm i have learned to appreciate not knowing more and i think it i want to say that that is because i feel like i've started to watch a lot more movies that that aren't from here Mm mm-hmm and they're from other places like it's big in american culture for us to want our movies to solve all of our problems like like not not, not our problems but like answer everything sorry i'm not i'm not looking for like handouts in the plot or like Mm -hmm. everything to be wrapped up in a pretty bow at the end Mm -hmm. because that's like one of my biggest critiques about marvel is like i feel like everything is like a perfect formula you know oh of course and i'm not looking for that i'm looking for like why people are the way that they are and why they're acting accordingly and i need i want that with more context about the people but in one might argue that with regular people we don't know that you know what i mean like that's that's all the perspective of the camera sometimes the camera is we're just observing from the outside sometimes we're like in this movie we're following grace we're on grace's journey the whole time yeah but we even then like we don't know even much about what's going on in her head even like Mm -hmm. we know that she's on survival mode but outside of that we don't we don't know anything right that's what i'm saying i want to know why she's why she's making the decisions and choices from her who she is as a but how would they be able to tell us a quick quick little like why she marrying him so quickly why she well, have okay. these skills? One might argue eighteen months actually is pretty average for people to get married. I know you and me have commitment issues. Average? Which is, yes, dude. Uh, the amount of people that I know that have started to think about that after a year and a half is scary. You and I me just have issues. We don't have issues. <laughs> we ha- we ha- how long have- until you would get? How long until after you met someone would you get married? Uh, Realistically, it depends on the person. I like three. See, I was in a relationship for three years, and I still would say that that's not. But enough. that's that's like on the earlier end. I I'm like eighteen months. I would not move in with you. <laughs> Excuse me. See, I think I think that's just the way that because of the people that you and me are. I feel like other people also. I'm Google this. Let's is- re- let's also remember that we are in our early twenties, and she is not. I feel like it's very different once you get to the other half of it. I want to say she's probably like even like twenty seven, twenty eight. I don't think she's 30. Do you think she's 30? She looks like in her 30s. Right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're older. The average time to get engaged after dating is 15 months. Bitch, what? They're strangers. I know. I feel like I'm, like, learning new things about my family still. And I'm like, I've known you my whole life. One might argue that that is the beauty of marriage, right? Like, having, like, constantly getting to know more about the person over time. I'm telling you, you you and me just have issues, Virgo. Oh, um, I did a tarot card reading. I know, lucky bitch. You should. Why didn't you do it? Because she ran out. Oh, dang. I got the Ace of Cups, if that means anything to anyone. I'll do tarot readings if you want for you. I can do those for you for free. Yeah, you can. But this one was fun because I got like a whole like handwritten letter. And there was a scary techno show happening in the background. Y'all. It was not scary. <sighs> oh, sorry. It went hand in hand with this movie. 
It was like dark dungeon techno vibes. Yes. In a garage, one might argue. It was very garage. It was cool. I was vibing. It was gnarly. I felt like I was in Berlin. Yeah. Anyway, so back to charity. So. <laughs> wow, way to go. Thank you. <laughs> it's like I would have not found myself back there. No. I keep, I hold the reins. Five head. What's she up to? I don't know. So like we know that she's just. So it's a. I do enjoy with this character the fact that we she gets she does get layers as it goes on right like we yeah. understand like when we first meet her we under like we're told that she's kind of a gold digger that she's just like very mm-hmm. kind of like see and that's what i'm saying i didn't get tons of footage of her life but we got enough sprinkled that i know more about why she does the things she does i feel like well grace. then if we know about the same as about grace though we know that grace came from a foster family she moved around a lot and that the reason why she was so bit keen on getting married was because she's she, she personally has never had a family okay. i feel like i didn't pick that much up but you've also this is your second time watching now but this is also all we got the basis for grace in the beginning of the movie and i think we, we were still settling down sure. we were talking we were like mm-hmm yeah, I think you you weren't in the movie yet, but it's gotcha. whenever all the groundwork was because when the, all the groundwork was lay, being laid down. Period. My brain just had like five thoughts at once. That's okay. I saw did, it happen did you feel last. that? Yeah, like, <laughs> what's up? Sorry. I felt like you know when you feel like a strainer with water and all the holes were coming out, <laughs> and those were all your thoughts, and I was like. I don't, I don't know which one to collect i don't know what's been going on recently i think i need to get on adhd medicine i think we just need to sleep eight hours i've been sleeping eight hours oh okay yeah i've been doing that i, I think i'm not. just like not okay can you can you hear it in my, i feel like when i'm tired you can hear it in my voice a little bit yeah that that just reminded me when i was like i wonder what i would be like on cocaine and you were like you would learn how to read <laughs> It would it would organize your thoughts enough that you'd be like an academic wizard. I would be so I would feel like I would like I would feel the same way I felt when I was like ten. Wow, harness your powers, Lily. I don't think you need cocaine. <laughs> I'm gonna say here on the pod, no cocaine. I've been doing the Sweden. I don't think. I don't think you've been to Sweden. Oh no. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. But yeah, so we we do get to learn. We do know a lot about Grace. We just weren't listening. Okay. Then it was my B. Yeah. Actually, like, like the more that I'm going through it, the more I'm like, yeah. Like, because we y'all... learned that charity. Let's go through real quick. Let's okay. let's go. I wanted to ask, though, mm-hmm. in the comments, would you marry someone after 18 months? <laughs> I want to know. I want to know that I'm not weird out here. That's so soon. For Sam, because Sam actually... Shout out Sam, to, shout, shout out to Sam. Shout out Sam, to Sam. answer below. Shout out to Sam, who listens to us and always comments down below. Yes. And Kiwi has as well, mm-hmm. occasionally. Okay, what were you going to say? Okay. With this new information that we have just now realized, that we actually do know quite a bit more, we find out that Charity... The oldest brother, so brother was actually born into the family, and his name is Daniel. Daniel, very hot, very attractive. Yeah. Um. Thank you. I mm-hmm. appreciate the validation. Um, his he is married to Charity. We find out that Charity grew up in a. We just know that she grew up rough. It was a rough Poor, situation for. Well, rough can mean anything, really. Like if these That's fuckers true. are rich, for them, rough could have just been living the way that we live now. True. 
sometimes it's rough out here. It is rough. It is rough. I re- I realize that now when I'm like having to finally decorate my apartment with my own money, I'm just like, oh, mm. this is white walls. It will be. You know? Yeah. I was like, you know what? The white walls aren't that bad. <laughs> it was in a lot of light. I love the asylum feel of it all. It makes you feel like home. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, so we find out Charity got married into the family. She was, and she knew about the ritual. She knew everything that went involved into like the family, the whole Satanism of it all, the sacrifices. And she was game Mm -hmm. from the beginning. Uh, always has been a part of it. And then throughout the movie, we find out that she's just like all about keeping the family where it is. She's about it. She's in it. She's a hundred percent. We also have the sister, uh, Rebecca. No, that's a mom. No. She's speaking, Emily. Emily. Speaking of coke, has a coke problem. She has a coke problem, and like okay. accidentally shoots like all the maids in the house. She's the reason the people that are dead are dead. I yes. feel like for the most part, but uh, where was I going? Yeah, she has a drug issue, not just with cocaine, but with like medicines and like all this bullshit. That's the one where I'm like, that is a character I'm very curious about. And I know she was used a lot more for comedic relief than anything. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, is it honestly the first time I took it? And I think now the more that I think about it, too, I just think she's just a rich, bored girl. Yeah. With so the drug like, problem. And like they she married someone that the family doesn't really like. And yeah, like she's still participating. But, but she, I think, is kept around because she carries the lineage of the two sons. Right. They're like the next... Um, generation to be adopted in the game world yes of course like they that's yeah the next generation that's what's coming up so we have her and also we don't really know much about her you know other than that we have mom who that is rebecca right and rebecca married into the family so dad is part of the family Mm -hmm. rebecca married in and we know that rebecca has only had to witness this once so she understands. Yeah, she's uh, participated. Yeah, and I don't know. Everybody just gives, like, rich vibes, right? Like, they just, they're doing what they have to do to maintain their family status mm-hmm. and not die. I mean, they kind of, like, elbow you in the ribs in the movie and are, like, rich people, right? Like, she makes, like, a couple comments like that of, mm-hmm. like, that we all kind of joke about, like, really wealthy people being part of, like, the Illuminati or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Like, I feel like it, it definitely, like, pay, played into that. Of course. No, yeah. And then we have Grace, who we know grew up in foster care, mm-hmm. um, never really had a family. And we just see her just constantly. I don't know. I think it's so impressive, though, the way that she survived. I There's a scene. I'm going to Spoil and trigger warning for she, grossness. She gets shot in the hand and is like straight up Jesus vibes, like has a hole in her hand. We see through the hole. You see through the hole. And then she has to climb out of a basement sticks her hand her whole hand her spongebob squarepants whole hand in it, a nail mm-hmm. and like uses that hole to leverage and pull herself up out of the hole mm-hmm. 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 i wanted to throw up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was so much that was the goriest scene though other yeah. than that you're not gonna get anything gory. which i'm a, i'm the opposite of you like demons and spooky like pop out things whatever it's like gore and body horror like I think for me, it's gore. I don't mind it, mostly because I'm like, what are the chances that that happens to me? None. Mm. I don't like pain. I don't like pain. 
I don't know. Use, use the mind as that psychological. See, no, field. see, see, see. My my whole thing is like when I'm just vibing in my bathroom, I'm not just gonna like have a hole in my hand. Like that's not gonna happen. Now, while I look up, and will there be? Will there be? Will there be a scary monster staring back at me in the living room in the little crack? Fuck yeah, that could happen. <laughs> I'm the literal opposite. <laughs> I'm like, I guess split my head open. Demons. No, demons exist. They're real. It's part of the Catholic guilt. I believe it. That's the that's the um, the price you pay for walking away from the Catholic Church. Is you just believe in demons for the rest of your life. Dude, yeah. I walked in the other day. I, that reminds me. I walked in the other day to my mom's house, and there was like a whole service, like like a thingy, a prayer to the Virgin Mary. And I was mm. like, do we not realize how this is weird? This is weird, guys. It's all spooky. Yeah. And with that. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go take a break. Go to the bathroom, look in the mirror, no. and stare at yourself for five minutes. <laughs> and if nothing happens, live your life accordingly. We will be right back. <laughs> and we're back. Hello, no demons. No okay. Demon. You know, okay, I'm gonna make one really quick complaint. They should have done Ready or Not, the song playing in the background, spooky during the whole movie do you know the song no i haven't by miss lauren hill no anyway if you know you know well final thoughts did you like it i liked it okay good i liked it i liked it (laughs) period it was good i would watch it again okay good that's a compliment lily i would watch it again thank you thank you thank you thank you i feel like i should have done gone girl but i've only seen it one time i love gone girl it's my favorite book it's my favorite rom-com if you know, you know. Who said that? I don't know. It's a quote by Anne Hathaway. She was asked during an what interview her f- what her favorite romantic comedy was, and she goes, "Gone Girl." Hilarious. So it just Annie, happened. come on the pod. We'll do an interview. With Anne you. Hathaway, we know you listen. Mm-hmm. You're in our DMs. You're bugging us all the time. <laughs> just know that we love you, and to come on the pod, <laughs> we'll do whatever movie you want. We'll do Les Mis. We'll do Les, We'll do the best. Uh, we'll do Les Mis. We'll do Devil Wears Prada. We'll do... We'll do... You know what? We'll do a whole season dedicated to you. Oh, my God. Is she good? But you have to be on every episode. Yeah. Or at least... Or at least the season finale. But you know what? One thing Anne Hathaway doesn't know. What? She doesn't know what the Bechtel test is, Lily. Well, she... I don't want to say that. Annie, I'm so sorry if you do. I love you. But <laughs> she's listening and she doesn't know. So okay. can you explain to her what the Bechtel test is? The Bechtel test, also known as the Bechtel-Wallace test, was created by Alison Bechtel back in the 80s, I believe. Sure thing. And it measures whether a form of a film or media, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck, has, <laughs> has at least two women characters that have names. They talk to each other and they talk about something other than a man sure thing so did this movie pass the bechdel test i think so i think there was like enough yeah all the conversation revolved around family family wait but the women characters don't interact with each other my dude not the not the like sister oh that's true they're having independent conversations that are not about men but not necessarily with each other yeah i think it failed you know what actually now that i think about it the in the beginning of the scene Becky, the mom, talks with Grace about her experiencing jumping into the family. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of about men, but oh, I think shit. it. Oh shit! You're so right. No, no, no. She said she does talk about how much she likes her and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They have a whole. I mean, it's not a lot. No, because immediately here. after, it's like bring your husband back in the fold yeah. of the family. And it's technically about her family via the husband. So. Yeah. And it technically passes, it's but. Like, 
It's not enough. The Bechdel test <laughs> is never enough. So. What are we going to do? We're doing the Rotten Peaches score. Woo! It's a rigorous 10-part thingy. A 10-part questionnaire with a pass or fail. And we, some of them are straight from our brain juices. Some of them we were inspired. Inspired, inspired with a capital I. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hit us with number one. Remember, if a, if a movie gets an eight or more, it gets inducted into the Peaches Hall of Fame. Sure thing. Let's see. Okay, so question number one. Does at least one woman character in the film have a character arc that doesn't support a man's narrative? Yeah. I think so. Right? Th- it's all her. Yeah, he he's he's a supporting character. Uh, She, I think, gains the courage to, like, walk away at the end. Mm-hmm. You know? Of yeah. course, because her life is threatened. So, like, that's pretty good motivation. <laughs> yeah. And it's the narrative isn't about him at all. He has a narrative point. Like, he has a, a storyline, but mm-hmm. it's separate and very independent. Yeah, because he's having to deal with his relationship to his family. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, Lily. I am not prepared. Number two, Karina. (laughs) Would the removal of the leading woman's character from the film have a significant effect on the plot, or is she just a prop that can be replaced with a sexy lamp? No. No. A sexy lamp cannot stick their hole inside a nail. I would say there are some women characters that could be like the nannies or the help in the background, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm, if we're talking mm -hmm. just leading woman, she is definitely needed. She pushes the whole thing. Shout out to having equal parts women and men. Yeah. In Actually, the, probably the cast. more, no? There's one more woman than man right. in the movie. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we're all in one location, so you get to see everyone pretty pretty well. Yeah. Number three. Is there a woman in the film who is only, if, is there, aneurysm, is woman, there? <laughs> is there a woman <laughs> in the really? film who is only used as a man's moral compass or as a way for the audience to sympathize with the leading character? No. We're tricked into thinking that it is the case. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he ends up trying to kill her anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, you see that she's she's his escape to the family. Mm-hmm. But then he ends up just doubling down and becoming a murderer like everyone else. So, I would yeah. say it passes had it not had that twist at the end. I think, if anything, she's used to, for as a reminder, that men aren't shit. <laughs> and I appreciate that so much. You know what I mean? Uh... What a, what not, a guy. not even a good woman a will guy. save a man. Right. So, food for thought. Keep going. Five. Number five. Wait, are we number five? We're number four. We're on a sweet, sweet number four, everyone. We are, we're doing great. We got holiday turkey brain. We do have holiday turkey brain. I was eating tamale. There's only ghouls in this gaba. Oh, my God. Number four. <laughs> Does the dialogue of women characters extend beyond societal and family roles, appearances, or love interests? I don't think it does. It's mo. It's like ninety. It's all about family. Mm-hmm. And there, it's pretty like dad is in charge. But is it about family roles, or like, the survival of the family? Like, does that go hand in hand? They're kind of moving accordingly. As like this is the duty, like as being a wife of this family. You're right. So I felt like fail. It's a soft fail for me. It's not like. We, we outwardly stereotypical but it yeah. is very like it has a lot to do with the premise of the movie right. but it's a rigorous test and we have I feel like to had they, they were not rich enough to have like literal servants they would be in that kitchen mm-hmm. cooking stir fry yeah stir fry <laughs> 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Number five. Is there, if there are women in competition, does it extend beyond stereotypical perceptions of how women interact? Um, it doesn't, actually. I feel like all the women, for the most part, kind of like each other. Between Charity and Grace? No. Because we don't really... The, I feel like we can't have Grace in that interaction just because it's like they're hunting Grace, right? So, like, I don't think there's anything stereotypical about that. No. But within the family, within Mom... But she was calling her, like... Remember that the, the in the intro scene where we're kind of meeting all the family characters and... She's, like, making off comments about her, like, being kind of, like, trashy or, you know, like, do you want to see what I'm talking about? Yeah. In the, in the intro where she's, like, meet, they're meeting all, her for the first time at the wedding. Uh, yeah, but I don't want, I just feel like one interaction shouldn't determine everything. I think we, we need to see, like, how they interact throughout it all. Or what do you think? Yeah, but they don't interact too much. As like, but that's what I'm saying though. Like Greece and the wi- other women don't interact, but the women amongst themselves interact with each other pretty much a lot, right? I mean, they they're pretty harm. They I don't think there's a lot of competition between them, right? Because their duty is like to continue the family. And I also don't. I feel like that offhand comment of like, oh, she she might be a gold digger. Let's be honest though. Like, if we were a really rich family and this girl pulled up after 18 months. I also would have been like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know each other. He's right. been estranged from his family for years. Right. Or what do you think? I I don't think it's necessarily like the stereotypical competition that we typically see. Right. It's just a uh, conflict. Okay. So are we I guessing? I guess it gets a pass. We can do point five. Yeah, I feel like it's just not even a strong enough point that it, like, gets a negative. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, pass it? Yeah, I think it it passes. Okay. Number six. Does a woman character put romantic interest over her own interest or growth? No. No, she does not. No, she does not. Big pass. Number seven. Are women and or underage characters in the film displayed, displayed as erotic objects for the pleasure of the characters in the film and the audience watching? No. No, I think the only, like erotic figures would be the nannies who are like who are actually erotic figures though yeah they're like in little dresses and heels running around but we realized that they were they were drugged and they were used yeah to be sex slaves basically so that's like a weird offhand thing that was just like mentioned very slight passing yeah but but again that had less they weren't presented that way right it was more like we realized that as we're hearing people react to their deaths mm-hmm. and it has a lot less to do with what we're seeing visually yeah i think it passed i mean even her she's in a literal turtleneck and dude that wedding dress and she very much could have been throughout the whole film like you know having clothes ripped off of her or whatever mm-hmm. you know yeah like we when she ripped off the bottom bit of her gown she totally could have gone like way up mm-hmm. or something and or she could have been like they could have made her like run around barefoot or like in heels or something yeah like, she put on tennis shoes very T-Swift vibes. Okay, Com- quick, quick. You have to survive the night because your crazy in-laws are going to kill you. What are your go-to shoes? Do I have time? Mm, you have... You think you're safe. You think you're safe enough to put on shoes and lace them oh, up. I'm absolutely putting my docks on. You got the docks. I need the boots. I need the ankle support. See, my I have the chunky docks. I own chunky docks. So I feel like I wouldn't do that, but I would do like the soft dock, like the OG dock. I feel like would be a good one, 
And I think and I want that. I want that grip underneath. Mm. See, because it's like I know. Com- she also was wearing Converse without socks all night. I'm like blisters. Ouch. She has a hole in her hand, and she's stabbed at one point. Oh yeah, in the so shoulder. I feel like the blisters are on her. <laughs> See, I think I would have worn like thick socks, docks, and if not docks, like some ske- like comfy filas or Skechers. A pair of rollerblades. Always Harley Quinn icon. <laughs> Should have done that. Movie. I would watch. I would watch that movie. A horror movie, and you have to escape in rollerblades. Wow. Broken ankles. Ten out of ten. I would survive. Okay, next one. Number eight. Does the film contain an identifiable and non-stereotypical queer character who contributes to the plot in a significant way? We do not. No. Shout out, wow. sound guy in the background. Always. Um. No. Yeah. No. We don't. There's none that are obvious to us. No. Number nine. Does the film have any identifiable and non-stereotypical minority characters? If so, are they used as more than a background character to serve white plot lines? No, this is a white family. Not a one. That's it. Like, literally not even background characters. No. Everybody's white. Yes. And Italian. The Mexicans of Europe. (laughs) They're still white, though. Number 10. Was there a woman who contributed to the creation of this production above the line? Meaning, like, directors and producers and writers? No. No, right? we're not. No. <laughs> not. Not even a producer? No. Not that I saw. Shame, shame. Shame, shame, shame. I know your name. Where's that from? Shame, shame. I know your name. That's from New Girl. Ah, Winston Bishop. I was like, I know that's in my brain somewhere. So, another fail. Not even a point five, right? In our soft research that we did. All right. So, we do have Ashley Shields Marie. Mer, mir, mer, mer, mer. The, she was a uh, production manager. So, so point five. five. Point. Yeah, I just said five point. I I point was five. So that brings our score to a make Do, it long. Boom boom, damn boom. Oh, ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Okay, I'm I gonna think. <laughs> cool. I don't want to sing anymore. <laughs> I think it was a six point five out of ten. Because we got we got three Fs and a point five. That feels right. Yeah, that hurts. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. It was very white. It I, was. I, you know, I want this, I want the spooky dookie version of this movie. This is a spooky dookie version. What do you mean? I want darker. I want it with no humor. I don't want to laugh. No, I need I the I want laughs. Tilda Swinton to play all the family characters <laughs> in her role. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for this production, Tilda Swinton will be doing all the parts. Directed, produced, casted, written, screenplay and starring did you ever watch bojack horseman a few did you ever watch the episode where they were like meryl streep is already like on the top of her game so Mm -hmm. the only way she can like outdo herself is is if she produces directs and stars and like is everything in a movie i would watch it i would like to see it anyway so (laughs) with that we have done ready or not my lily pick (sighs) i wish i picked a, a a stronger one i just think I was very stressed out with the choice. But this is a movie that you love. I do love it. I do like it. I, it's my comfort movie. Right. So then FM. 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 I think. FM. So that means that you get the next pick. So you get to pick when you want it to be. So it can be this season, next season. Oh, shoot. How many seasons are we going to do? A hundred. I love that for us. Um, I got to sit and think about that one, baby. Pick a good one. Only. Pick only always. A good one. Chuck Tale. Yes. 
<laughs> okay, so what movie are we doing next, though? We're getting uh, chili. We're going to be drinking hot chocolates. I'm going to buy a robe to match Lily. Yes, I bought a robe. Um, I don't drink hot chocolate, though. Not even abuelita? Nope. I drink canela. Okay. Okay. I can do that. Um, we're going to be making ponche. We're going to be... <laughs> we're doing all the things. What movie? We're doing The Holiday. The Last Holiday. Nope. The no, Holiday. The Holiday. The Holiday. Starring, starring Jack Black? I just know Jack Black. Featuring and only starring... It has Jack Black, Jude Law, Kate Winslet, and your <laughs> your favorite, Cameron Diaz. Are you serious? <laughs> really? Yeah, it's the four of them. Latin, Latina queen, Latinx queen. Latin, wow, my Latin representation. I'm excited. LOL. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one because we've been doing so many spookies. Yeah, we have to switch gears. Right, but not for long. Hold no. on tight, peaches. We're gonna we'll be there. We're gonna come back with the spooks. Mm-hmm. But um, with that. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys so much. Please we missed you. We missed you. But and please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and I don't know where, every, everywhere else. Google Podcasts. Oh, no, on the things. Just Google it. Well, we're on the things. Um, and yeah. We love you. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Rotten Peaches is produced by Karina Salas, Lilian Siklalik, and Jorge Nojosa. Our theme song was created by Sordelo, and our artwork is created by Lilian Siklalik. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at RottenPeachesPod, and shoot us a cute little email at RottenPeachesPod at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you like to listen to your favorite show. What is this one, right, Lily? Of course. This is your favorite show. And as you know, we drop episodes every Tuesday for a new episode. See you next time.